Hello, welcome to NC Asian American Ministries podcast. My name is Sammy Ju, your host. We've been going through the series called The Disciple. First week, we learned about the true disciples are the ones who obey Jesus' great commission. The second week, true disciples are the ones who prepare for Jesus' return. And third week, last week, true disciples grow to Jesus' fullness. And today is the fourth week, and we're going to learn about who the true disciples are. True disciples are giving all for Jesus. So it is all about Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is our Lord and Savior, and He gave all for us. He did not just give some, but He did He did give all. Why? Because He, how He gave Himself on the cross. He died, He shed His blood, and He uh, tore His body. He gave His body to forgive our sins and to justify us before God and to bring us bring us back to God. Um, so Jesus gave it all and we are to do the same because we are Jesus's disciple. And as Jesus's disciples, we need to give. But how much? Uh, some? No, we need to give all. And from today's story, you will see how one woman gave all to Jesus Christ, to God. So let's read Luke chapter 21, uh, verses 1 through 4. As Jesus looked up, he saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. He also saw a poor widow put in two very small copper coins. Truly, I tell you, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all the others. All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. Now, this is not a parable of Jesus Christ. This is a real story that Jesus witnessed this woman out of all these people. So this is a real life situation. Now let's go back to the verse 1. As Jesus looked up, he saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. And we can see that there was not just one or two rich people, but there are several rich people there. And look at the words there. They're putting gifts into the temple treasury. So if you look at this verse only, you might think like, wow, this is amazing. This is great. You know, people are giving money to the money to the church, to the temple, and that's a pretty good sacrifice. And they're doing pretty, they must be really religious people. Now, look at verse 2. He saw, Jesus also saw a poor widow. So we can see that there's only one widow here, poor widow. And uh, look at the adjective here. She was not a rich widow. She was a poor widow. And we can see how poor she was because she put in two very small copper coins. In Greek words, the lepta. Now, lepta is a very small amount of money. It's almost like a cent. Now, two lepta or two very small copper coins in today's equivalent, it could be less than $2 or $3. And some people say it is not enough to buy a one small sparrow. Now, if you look at the Old Testament, there is a law that uh, you need to sacrifice lamb uh, when you sin. But lamb is quite expensive. So what about the poor people? You know, So God gave another alternative. If you cannot afford to buy a lamb, you can buy a sparrow because sparrow is um, much cheaper. However, this poor widow could not even buy a small uh, the sparrow. She was very, very poor economically. Okay, so just stop right here. 
if you look at this, two kinds of people. There are rich people giving lots of money uh, versus there's a one poor widow just giving maybe one dollar or two dollar, and you might think like, okay, what is she doing here? You know, it's too small compared to all the other people who are giving lots of money to the temple. But Jesus saw totally differently. So let's look at how Jesus was thinking about this situation. In verse three, Jesus is saying, "Truly, I tell you," he said, "this poor widow." Has put in more than all the others. I don't know how many people were there. I don't, I don't know how many rich people were there, and we don't know how much money they were putting in. And we we can assume that you know they must have put a lot of money. Could be like ten thousand or twenty thousand dollars or even hundred thousand dollars, and people would be very impressed by all this giving. But this is totally how this is totally different from how Jesus was looking at the situation, because Jesus said she, this、uh, poor widow, gave much more. How is it possible? Very important. Look at verse four. All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put it all she had to live on. This is how Jesus was looking at. Now, we see outwardly by amount people put in, but God sees by how what their thoughts are. You mean inside, inwardly. So Jesus is looking into the hearts of this poor widow, whereas he was also looking into the hearts of this rich people. Now look at the comparison that Jesus came up with. All these people gave gifts out of their wealth. Now let's just think of, think of for a moment gifts and wealth. Now th- gifts is something that you you know give out of love and you know generosity. That's good. But these people were giving out of what? Giving out of wealth. They were rich. They had so much money. And then they were they they were thinking that they were in control of money, and out of out of that wealth, they gave some, just only few, to God. Okay. Now, wealth is the adjective for God, and gifts is also what God gives to us out of His wealth. God, by God's grace, He gave Jesus Christ. Um, as the ultimate gift for us, so it's almost like a godly territory, godly aspect. But these rich people—they're almost like a pretending to be like God. I have so much of money, and I will give some to God. It's not a big deal. But most important problem is this: right before this story. Jesus was also looking into people、uh, in the temple that there were so many religious people prayed very loud in front of people. Why were they doing? Is it because they were、uh, really loving the Lord? Is it because they really、uh, wanted to pray to God out of desperate heart? No, they were praying out of their pride, not out of their poverty in their heart. They were they were just showing off in front of people, and they wanted to pre- they wanted to show all the other people the saying that I am a, this religious person. Look at listen to my prayer, how beautiful prayer I can do. So they are bragging about themselves. They were not loving the Lord. They were not really interested in who God was, but they were more interested in showing who they are in front of people. 
Now, right after that story, we see this story. So we can see the connection between there. Now, this rich people, they wanted to show off how much generous they were, how much money they were giving to God. But people did not know how much wealth, how much actually uh, rich people they were. So they don't know They don't know if this rich people were giving 10% or 5% or 1%. Had no idea, but just... Looking at all the uh, listening to the sound of coin, they could be amazed by all this giving. By the way, at the time, the giving, the offertory box was kind of a uh, the place where uh, people put the coins because they they didn't really have any you know, paper coin, that, uh, paper money at the time, so that they could hear people could hear the sound of coin. Imagine that these rich people were pouring out lots of coins lots of expensive coins into the operatory box and people were amazed wow look at that listen to that you know that rich guy was putting the money for like five minutes or 10 minutes you can just imagine people were just surprised but the problem is again the pride out of pride they were giving just the sum of money for themselves not really for the lord Whereas we see the stark difference, contrast between these people, rich people, and the young, uh, poor widow. Look at how much this poor widow gave to God. Verse 4 again, But she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. Now, she had a very small amount of money. It could be less than 2 or $5, but that was what she had all. Meaning that when if she gives this to God, then she could be what? She could be dead because she doesn't have any money to live on. But she put her life, she took a risk of giving all for what? For God. So we can see the love for the Lord from her. Number one, she trusted the Lord and she acknowledged that God is my Lord and Savior. He is my provider. So more than loving the uh, the money that she had, she loved God more. That's why she gave everything to God. Now, why this is so important and why did Jesus say this is she gave much more than all the other people? Because maybe the money itself must be uh, least among all these people because two couple coins is almost like a nothing. Right. However, the amount of love and heart was unimaginably bigger and larger and more than all the other rich people gave. So they, these rich people, they did not really have a true love for the Lord. But this poor widow, she had a tremendous amount of love for the Lord. So how do we know? Because of how she gave um, money. The offering to the Lord. She gave out of her poverty all she had to live on. Now, this is the exam exactly what Jesus meant in Luke chapter 9, verse 23, which is the disciple, how people can be discipled. You know, to be a disciple, you must deny yourself and take up the cross and follow Jesus Christ. And this is a great example. The woman's example is the great example of how to follow Jesus as a disciple. Whereas these other people, the rich people, they were totally opposite. Instead of de denying themselves, 
they wanted to develop themselves, meaning that they wanted to um, increase their um, status in front of other people. They wanted to show off their generosity in front of other people and saying, look at me. You know, maybe last year I gave about $10,000, but now this year I'm giving like a $20,000. So you see how much I increased. You see how much I developed my giving, but it's more like I developed myself, my self-esteem in front of other people. And instead of taking up the cross, they're taking down the cross. They can take down anything that could hinder themselves. Because they did not, they did not want to sacrifice for the Lord when the cross is really the suffering for Jesus Christ. But they would not suffer for Christ Jesus. They would not suffer for anything else. They would not take up the cross, but they would love to take down the cross if that hinders their reputation. If that hinders them to be recognized by other people. And lastly, instead of following Jesus, they were following their gut following themselves. They are the Lord to themselves. Again, their giving was not for Jesus. Their, not, their giving was not for God. Their giving was for themselves. They are still following themselves instead of following God who is the mighty and who is the Lord and Savior. Now we see those type of examples these days too that we see a lot of people who are giving a lot of money. And that's that's good in, in terms of economical uh, status. However, we see the motivation of why they're doing it because they, they brag, brag about that. You know, they put it on their social media and TV or sometimes they even make a movie about their giving. It's like, you know, I am giving this much money. So I am this good person. So that motivation is really self-centered motivation, right? So these religious people were all caught up with their own, own religious and really um, the rich people were only about themselves. Whereas this lady, the poor widow was all about God. She denied herself. How can we know that she says, I'm not my Lord anymore. I don't have this money anymore because so that I cannot control myself. I cannot do anything by myself. I need the Lord. I am depending on the Lord. He is my Lord and Savior. He is my provider and protector. So I, because I give all these things so that I am denying myself so that I cannot I cannot live without the Lord. So that is really how she did practically. And secondly, she was taking up the cross. Why? Because she had she gave everything, meaning that she is even taking risk of her life. She could be dead tomorrow, but she is willing to die for God at any time. So we can see that she was really taking up the cross. That's what our Jesus Christ did. You know, when Jesus came, she, he was not here to uh, enjoy luxuries in the world. She was not, he was not here to be recognized by people, res respected by people. And she, he did not want to earn money to live in the palace. That was not his purpose. His purpose was what? To take up the cross. For what? To take our sins on his shoulder and to die on the cross. That was his mission. He came to die. He came to serve. And he did not look for his glory. He was looking for God's glory instead. So that is how she, this poor widow, was living. She was not looking for reputation. 
She was not looking for recognition from people. She was not looking for any of those things. Of course, nobody would pay attention to her. But only there's one person. God Himself paid attention to her, because she was doing exactly what God wanted to see, and that's exactly what God wants us wants to see from us. He wants us to take up the cross, meaning that we need to put our life on Him. Our life belongs to Him, not to us. He is the Lord. He is the Savior. He is the protector. He is the provider. So it's not us controlling our life. It is God controlling our lives. So we need to take up the cross at any time, so that we will be willing to even die for Christ Jesus. And lastly. He, she was following Jesus Christ. How do we know? You know, by giving whatever she had, everything that she had, she was recognizing publicly, claiming pu、uh, publicly proclaiming to everyone that I follow Jesus alone. I follow God alone. I have nothing left in me, so that I'm not Lord anymore. I'm not going to follow myself. There's no way I can follow myself. I'm just following God alone. Not not just today, but tomorrow, and. Day after tomorrow, as long as I live on this earth, I will follow God. He is my, He is my possession. He is my everything that I have now. So I will trust in Him. He is my only guide. He is my only protection. He is my only Lord and Savior. And she was not just saying it; she was just showing it to、uh, to everyone, to especially to Jesus Christ by giving everything she. Had, so some people are giving some. Some people are giving all. Who is God looking for? God is looking for people who are giving all. He is not looking for people who are giving some. Giving some is not giving all. That is not the disciple. There can be some Christians who give little bit, who give some to God, but they are not true disciples. They are not truly going to heaven. The way to heaven is giving sacrificially, giving everything that we have. Now, how when you say Jesus is my Lord and Savior, okay, it's easy to say Jesus is my Savior because it's it's a good news, right? Jesus came to save me. Well, that is awesome. But a lot of people stop there. They are not going to the another coin of who Jesus is. They need to. Believe and follow Jesus as the Lord. What does that mean? That means that I'm no longer Lord in my life. Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Okay, so He's not just the Savior; He is the Lord and Savior. Meaning that we need to follow Him. The question is: It's easy to say Jesus is my Lord, but how do you show that Jesus is truly your Lord? It is. Through giving everything that we are and we have to Him, okay. Why is why do we have to do that? Why do we have to give all? Can we just give some to Him? Because giving some is better than giving nothing, right? We give some to God, and that means we still love God. But why is so dangerous? Why why should we not give only some? And why should we give all? Because if you give some, that that's it looks good. But it means another way. You still have something left that's in your control. You are not giving this into God, meaning that you are still claiming that this is mine. Okay, this is my territory. This is my family. This is my money. 
This is my job, and this is my control. So God, don't you dare to touch my mind. I gave some already to you, so that's yours. But I still have mine. That is not. That is not what it means to follow Jesus as Lord. You are just saying Jesus is my savior, so I give thanks to that, and I give some to you. But you're still following yourself. You are still your Lord. That means you're not Christian. You're not disciple. You're just pretending to be a disciple, but you're not. This is very, very important, my friend. We need to give all. Why? Because Jesus—that is how we show how we truly express our belief that we,、uh, Jesus, is our Lord. So that when you give everything to the Lord, that means you love the Lord more than anything else that you have, right? And you are saying that Jesus, you are my control. You control my life, not me anymore. So I give this all to you, and receive them. And please lead me and guide me. I will follow you. Follow you no matter where you are going. That is how true disciples live and think. Now the question is: Does that mean that you have to sell everything today, and you become homeless, jobless, because you 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 give everything to the Lord? Well, God bless you. Of course you can. However. That is not what truly we are talking about here. It is about the mindset, the your mind, why and how and what. But why is the core motivation of you have? Now, if your motivation is still you, then no matter how much you give, you are still king of your life. You are still showing off、uh, in front of other people, and that is not true discipleship. But the true disciples, their minds are always. Be ready to give all, because they,、uh, from day one, they follow Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So whatever they do, they are willing to give up and give in to the Lord, hundred percent. Whether it's a money, whether it's a health, whether it's a position, whether it's a family, and everything, they're ready to give them up for God, for God's glory. So when you have that motivation. When you have that heart, that God, this is you, yours. All my money is yours. My family is yours. Myself is yours. My body is yours. And as long as you have that mindset, you are proclaiming Jesus as the Lord and Savior. And when Jesus is requiring and demanding those things from you, you will be happily giving all. What to follow Jesus? To you, be happy to give all for God's glory. So that is what the true disciples are. True disciples are giving all to Jesus Christ. So let's let me summarize all this together. You know, true disciples are obeying Jesus's great commission. True disciples、um, prepare for Jesus's return, and true disciples grow to Jesus's fullness. So, true disciples give all to Jesus Christ. So let's be the true disciples. Let's let let's not become like rich people, rich or religious leaders. But let's be the true disciples who give all for Jesus Christ, because He gave all for us, and He is worthy to receive everything that we have. Because everything that we have is not really ours at all. It it all belongs to the Lord. We're just steward. God gave everything. To us, 
so that we will steward it, manage it for God's glory. When we die, we'll not take any of them anyway, right? So the life that we live here, we need to manage and use all of them for God's glory, not for us. So that's how we can truly follow Jesus Christ for His glory, for His name. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you. Father, we uh, many times we, we claim that this is mine and this family is mine, this money is mine. But Father, please let us know how much you have given to us so that we'll see that whatever we have is not really from us, but it is from you and it is for your glory so that we can use and manage all of them for your name so that that's how we can give everything to you, not for ourselves, for your glory, for your name. Father, we do thank you, praise you. In Jesus' holy name, I pray it. Amen.